0: Hi everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today to my ministry song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is January 31st, 2024. I cannot believe that it is already the end of January, but such is time. It just goes by so quickly. Today's song recommendation is Weary Traveler by Jordan St. Cyr. And I haven't mentioned in a while, but I really hope that my listeners do look up the song with lyrics and sing the song of praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today's scripture, we are going to continue reading in the Holy Bible. We left off on chapter 19 the last time, and so we are on chapter 20 but i do want to just talk a little bit about the ending of chapter 19. it ended where the daughters of lot they got their dad lot drunk and they they just decided that they were going to have children by their dad and both daughters got pregnant and the first daughter her child her firstborn she named Moab and when I ended the last message I mentioned that from Moab from the Moabites comes Ruth and there is a book in the Bible titled Ruth and if you haven't read that book it is just a a, it's an amazing book and of course since we are reading the Bible one chapter at a time eventually we will get to the book of Ruth But Ruth comes from the clan of Lot through one of his daughters. And I want to just quickly mention that also because I mentioned that Ruth is the great grandmother of King David and from King David goes all the way to marry the mother of God, the mother of the Son of God. And of course, we cannot forget that God the Father is the Father of God the Son. And his bloodline comes from King David. And why this is important is because we are currently reading clear back from the beginning because this is we're we're in Genesis we are reading the ancestral line of Jesus through Mary which would be Ruth the Moabite and her husband Ruth's husband his name was Boaz And Boaz is of the bloodline of Abraham and Judah, etc. To stay into that bloodline, all the way to Mary. And he is the son of Rahab. And when Rahab's story is in the book of Joshua, and you'll find that story in Joshua chapter 2 where Joshua sends a couple of spies into Jericho and the prostitute Rahab lets them into her house and ends up hiding the two spies because she's asked those two men to promise that when they do go into Jericho and destroy the people that there that her family will be spared and that's the the deal that they make and so she plays a huge part in God's story and he uses Rahab the prostitute to to tell God uses Rahab the prostitute to to tell his story because we are reading God's story we are reading from God's Word so this is God's story and we we are learning about him, right? We are learning about him. And so we've got Boaz and Ruth, Boaz who comes from the prostitute, Ruth who comes from, from uh, Lot and his daughter and a union from that, uh, uh, a baby from, from that. And so and we may think oh my gosh you know Jesus's bloodline is is quite something but if we believe in the god that we're reading about in the story as it begins in, in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and everything in them and he instructs Adam and Eve and After he destroys the earth and leaves Noah, his wife, and their three sons and their wives, he instructs both of these sets of first parents, first parents, second parents. He does away with the first and then the rest of the world is populated from Noah and his family. But he tells both to multiply and fill the earth. And how would this be done if there weren't other families to for a man and a woman to get together from a a completely other family. It had to be done this way where the brothers and sisters had to have sex and have children. And this is how they populated the, the earth. And so we are still in the book of Genesis. And if we we've got to remember that we come from the first parents well he got rid, he gets rid of all the people and then he leaves noah so we definitely come from the uh, more so from the bloodline of noah and that family unit but we all have this First blood of the first creation So we're all involved uh, through A man and a woman being a brother and sister at the very beginning so everybody down the line has got this This genealogy from the from from the beginning We don't know from who we came from as far as um, Shem ham and Japheth But if we stick to the to our Believe it in God We certainly do come from one of them We certainly do So and then this is Jesus's bloodline. So we've got Ruth and Boaz who then From them the great-grandparents of King David And this is all important because when we read in chapter 20, we're going to talk now about Abraham, the great patriarch Abraham that is mentioned throughout the Bible. He is married to his dad's daughter from another mother, so they have the same blood. So this this is this wasn't unusual. But then, when the earth is populated and they have filled the earth, and there's enough uh, separation between the incest, then God says in His law in Leviticus that there will be no more marrying. Of a close relative and he names your your mother and your I don't know if he names mother but he, he probably does sister or brother there cannot be any more relation uncle aunt. there cannot be any more relation uh, he puts a stop to that but he hadn't yet in the book of Genesis he hadn't yet and not that I have read, but he, uh, so God uses, He doesn't use perfection for His bloodline through Mary, and Mary comes from the bloodline of Abraham, just as David and. Uh, all the way to Abraham, all the way to Mary. And he doesn't use perfection, obviously. He, if you read the ancestral, uh, the genealogy of Jesus in the Gospels, you will find Ruth. You will find Boaz and I just I find that just so beautiful of our God that all the way back into the book of Genesis he could see the hearts of Ruth and Boaz to use as his as part of his genealogy. So let's start reading chapter 20. And I might have already said this, but we're going to get into then Abraham's story where he uh, claims that Sarah, his wife, is his sister, and she is indeed a half sister. So Abraham and Abimelech. And Abraham journeyed from there to the south, and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur, and stayed in Gerar. Now Abraham said of Sarah his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. I'm going to pause right there. We want to also remember from chapter nineteen that Abraham he has got to be very grieved. I don't. It doesn't say here that he knows what happened to Lot, um, but anyway. So he's journeying and he's going. He's going to. A place he he made a detour and he he says to his wife or of his wife, excuse me, that she is my sister. And Abimelech, King of Gerar, he he sends for Sarah and he takes Sarah. I wanna note Sarah must have looked really great for her age (laughs) because she was at least 90 here she was a beautiful woman and back in in this time people lived for a long time and she must have really been quite the looker verse 3 but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him indeed you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken for she is A man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she, even herself, said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I have done this. And God said to him in a dream, "Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore I did not let you touch her. Now therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours pause how majestic is our Lord how marvelous let me tell you he still speaks to people in dreams he has not gone away and Abimelech He had a heart of integrity. He might have known that she was truly, was really Abraham's wife. I find it hard to believe that he didn't, but he stayed away from her. And of course, God said, I have also kept you from being with her. So there was no intercourse through uh, with Abimelech and Sarah. And he I want to just make sure that you note uh, where he says, ah, "Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also?" I am sure that all of these lands and nations had heard. Of what God had done to Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember this is the next chapter. So it sounds very much as though King Abimelech had the fear of God. And so he asked him are you gonna slay our nation even though it's we're a righteous nation here? And of course he didn't but I just wanted you to note that he asks God about that because I believe he knew what had just happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. How to be the talk of the, the nations all around. And uh, so let's continue. Verse 8. So Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all his servants, and told all these things in their hearing. And the men were very much afraid. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I offended you that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. Then Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you have in view that you have done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, Surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me on account of my wife. But indeed, she is truly my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And it came to pass, when God caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said to her, This is your kindness that you should do for me. In every place, wherever we go, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep, oxen, and male and female servants, and gave them to Abraham, and he restored Sarah his wife to him. And Abimelech said, See, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. Then to Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Indeed, this vindicates you before all who are with you and before everybody. Thus she was rebuked. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants. Then they bore children, for the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech, because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Pause. From, in, from reading that ending, <clears throat> it makes me believe that Sarah had been with Abimelech for a long time because God had closed up the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah Abraham's wife one thing of the Bible we know that even in just a chapter a lot of time can go by and I want to go back to uh, verse uh, 8 where Abimelech the next morning after having this dream excuse me where God had talked to him he calls all his servants and he tells them his dream. He, he, he just says, "Hey, God paid me a visit, my dream." and can, I'm sure he said, "Can you believe it?" <laughs> and all the men, it says, "They became very much afraid, not a little afraid, but very much afraid. we We can." And you might disagree but I believe that Abimelech and all the people that lived with him had heard of what had happened to Sodom and Gomorrah and they had a righteous fear this this had just happened and it was unfair of Abraham to assume That Abimelech and all of his kingdom were unrighteous and didn't have a fear of God and didn't know God and obviously they did it doesn't say straight out that they did but he he calls uh, Abraham out what have you done to us what have you done to us that you have brought this great sin upon my kingdom my land and Abraham again, he is the great patriarch, and all the way up to you and I, we make mistakes. This was one of Abraham's mistakes, and like where it says, uh, he well, he asks Abraham why he, why he did it, and you know why why what could you have foreseen what what. Why, why did you do this thing? And Abraham answers and says, well, indeed, she truly is my sister. <laughs> and that's his answer. She truly is my sister. But like I said earlier, and as we just read, she is the daughter of my father. So they have the same father, but not the daughter of my mo- mother. So they have different mothers. So they are half brother, half sister, which Abraham isn't lying. They are sister and brother, just half sister and brother. And this is something that he had said to Sarah when he married her, that wherever they go, always say that I am your brother. So I I just have to think that Sarah, again, is just of such beauty, even in her old age that she would still have to lie at 90. That kings would still want to take her at 90 years old. And it's quite the story. Uh, And I, my goal, I'm going into my thoughts, my goal of reading the Holy Bible, is I know that I've talked to a lot of people throughout my life that they find the book of Genesis to be Somewhat boring, or perhaps uh, some bits and pieces are better than others, and and so they just kind of don't really study the chapters one chapter at a time. And this is where I'm trying to open up uh, people's ears to hear God's entire story. So we can all understand that we're all flawed, and God... Forgives. He is the great forgiver. And I've done countless messages uh, on making sure that we are saved because I do know people that do not have a new identity in Christ. They're still the same old self. They're not born again, and you can, you can tell. Now, uh, my goal is to, to make sure that you're right with God. I, I have mentioned uh, um, lots of times and that I am reading the Holy Bible, and what I do is I'll read from the beginning all the way to the end, and I'm actually, this is the third Bible, that I've reading from beginning to end. I read my first Bible at least twice. Could have been three times. At least twice. And then I read my second well the new Bible, new inter- New International Version I read at least twice. And then I went to another Bible that my sister had given me, which is the New American Standard Bible. And I read that one twice, and so this Bible that I'm currently reading is the uh, New King James Version. And I do this because we should read different translations, and then it's always good to have the other translations around so you can get more clarity on a verse or something that you've just read. And I'm currently in the book of Second Chronicles. And I was reading about King Asa in the last couple days. And how that king started out so great. He got rid of all the idols. He got rid of all, all the, uh, the bales all of it even from the high places he was the f- first king i believe first king that got rid of all of the idols from the the high places and he starts out really 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 well but then towards the end of the the his story in the middle of the story is it sounds like some time has gone by and then the idols go back up the bales go back up and then God sends a prophet to him back in those days. They were called a, a seer and Then he warns Asa and Asa removes all of the Idols again and the bales, and all of that even removes his mother Who uh, he she remo- he removes his mother from being Queen Mother because she has a an, an Asherah Obscene image So he crushes that and burns it but what Asa ends up doing and he says uh, Let me read and I'll put this in the in my show notes From chapter 15 verse 12 in 2nd Chronicles Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul And whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. Then they took an oath before the Lord with a loud voice, with shouting and trumpets and ram's horns. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath. For they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul. And he was found by them. And the Lord gave them rest all around we just need to take note that we need to follow god or follow the world which which do you choose which one this um, second chronicles is so good i did a message on uh the eyes of the lord run to and fro and this is found In 2nd Chronicles, I was just trying to find uh, where that was. Well, I'll find it for the next message. So I can, actually I went ahead and found it because it is in the story of King Asa. In chapter 15, verse 9, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Pause. This is where our loyalty should come from. The, The story of God, all the way from the beginning from the Old Testament, where it speaks about having a loyal heart, For our God our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we have to be loyal to him we have to be loyal to him and over and over and over it says to follow his commandments and it's not because Jesus died on the cross for our sins he has made a new covenant through his blood because He knew we couldn't ever, ever get it right. He knew we would mess up, but His blood, if we we are loyal to Him and we believe on Him and we have faith on Him, He is our Lord. He's the Lord of our life. He's the Lord of our heart. We are loyal to Him because of our love for Him. And if we mess up, we are forgiven. Great forgiver. He is our righteousness. That's how how we remain with white robes on. Oh, won't you put your faith and trust in Him today? That That uh, is pretty much all I, I had for today. I had taken some notes. Uh, I believe I got through them all. But I really want to thank my listeners. I don't think I do that enough. I've got, um, or I can see that people are tuning in and I, I'm just so thankful. I'm very, very thankful. I, I, sometimes I don't know if I'm doing any good, you know. <laughs> and I asked God before coming on today that he would be the one to say through me what somebody out there needs to hear. and i pray that he's he's done that today because of course this ministry isn't just just to be a just come on to come on here and talk i've mentioned lots of times how this is out of my comfort zone and before even coming on here i was just so sleepy But I said, you know what, God, you always, once I start talking about you, I wake up. And I'm just so thankful to him. I'm so thankful to him. I give him all the glory. I want to actually just, he just reminded me of something. If you've read the Bible from the beginning, God is in the miracle business, in um, miracles and wonders. Miracles and wonders. It's like, wow, I wonder, wonder, wonder how it, uh, just everything that He did through Moses in the Exodus and all the plagues and, and all of that. Well, I have mentioned in other messages that God he has spoken to me very clearly regarding medication actually the times that i've heard him you i if you're like me because sometimes we can go oh is that god was that was that my my thought or was that god I, can, can i get a witness i mean there it, sometimes we don't know and but i have had 3 Leave three times where I have heard God clearly come into my my mind and speak and it, it's not anything that would have come from me because I it wasn't on my radar to say that or to even be thinking that like he has waking me up out of a or uh, I, I was awake and and reaching for um, a pill which was my normal routine uh, because I have insomnia And I was working at the time and I just wanted to get back to sleep and it was a quarter of a pill and he This is just one of the for instances uh, where he spoke to me stop Taking that don't take that and I dropped it and didn't I mean he knows Who knows Uh, who knows what he knows, but he said to stop taking it Uh, He interrupted my my routine and I stopped taking it praise the Lord. Well, this week, he did something different. Because I haven't heard him speak clearly for a while now. This, this has been five, at least five years ago. You know, I need to start writing things down in a journal. I think I used to. I need to just go back and look through those notebooks. But, and I still do, but I don't, just don't know if I did back then but so this week i still do take one med to fall asleep and it's a a prescription and i have always split the pill in half and this is just me my my kids think it's silly they 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 tell me why don't you just take the whole thing all at once and just go to sleep mom (laughs) but this is what i've done well cut it in half, I'll take half of it, and then about an hour later, I'll take the other half, because half, I don't fall asleep right away. And so I did this, I took the half, it's my routine to put it in the middle of the cutting board, cut it in half with my knife, uh, and then I will take the, the half, and then I will wash off the knife, and then I will grab the other half off of the cutting board and put it on my counter. And this was probably a couple of seconds because I don't really wash the knife off and it was just right there. I took the half, wiped off the the knife, put it away, and, and this is all within just a few seconds. And i go to reach for the other half on my cutting board which again was in the middle of the cutting board and this other half was gone completely disappeared and this has happened not not this has happened but where i've cut the pill and sometimes because i I take the knife and i i don't do it lightly i'll it has to come down a little bit with force and the pill will go flying off onto the floor. Well, I didn't, it didn't do that because I didn't hear it. Usually I, you, can, you can hear something fall down, but then you, you're you trying to find it because it'll bounce. But I knew without a shadow of doubt that that pill had not, had not bounced off because I'll, I'll see it when you cut something, it'll, you see it right then and there, it'll bounce off the cutting board and then you'll find it. And it had not bounced off. It was sitting right there. And then it was gone. (laughs) And I'm telling you this because this is a wonder. And of course, I looked looked on the floor, even though I hadn't heard it, shook my clothes out just to make sure. But I had in the back of my mind that I wasn't going to find it because God had taken it. So I wonder now if he's working in my life now in wonders because. I'm still like oh my gosh yeah okay God you didn't want me to take that and so I didn't because I could have got gotten another one out of my bottle and cut that one in half and had another half to take and followed my usual routine but I listened to God and he has always talked to me usually audibly in regards to medicine, and, but this time he had grabbed the pill. And I felt his peace. You know, I think maybe I was thinking later on that night, well, people might've freaked out, you know, who, who's in the house, (laughs) but I didn't, I felt his peace. And no matter how weird this story sounds, I know my God is real. I know that my God looks after me. I know my God is with me. And I just love how, how much He goes over and beyond to help me. And I love that he keeps the same rhythm, the same theme. So I know it's from him. Medicine, 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 medicine. <laughs> he, it, it, It's just, it has to do with that. And I wish I didn't have insomnia. And I pray one day he takes that from me. But he hasn't told me to stop taking this prescription. And this has been one that I've been taking for many years, even when he told me to stop taking that other quarter of one that was in addition to, and that has stopped. I listened to him and that one I I completely removed. And I even had a conversation with him then because I was like, well, I've got to get to sleep in the middle of the night and Tylenol PM doesn't work. (laughs) nothing else works on the on top of the regular medicine. But guess what? Now the Tylenol. Since then, the Tylenol PM has worked if I need to take something more, which I generally don't. So this is how God works in my life. And this is how I know it was him that grabbed that pill. And this, this We have to share these testimonies, even if they sound bizarre. But this is how God works. These are his wonders. And if we don't share, he doesn't give us more testimonies to share. (laughs) That's how he works. I think last week when I read Psalm 46, I had a testimony. No matter how small, I'll share it because these are testimonies and i do want to share that i did hear him audibly it didn't have to do with medication the, the one time that i heard him audibly with that didn't have to do with medication but it had to do with sleep and i was so desperate to go to sleep and back in this time i was i was working so i was desperate to sleep because i could i had a the job where i needed to be <laughs> alert and awake for my job, and he says audibly, go to sleep, and I fell asleep, and I don't know what I did that day to deserve that blessing from above, because he hasn't done that since, but. It was a miracle in itself because I never just fall asleep. So I love coming on here and sharing my testimonies along with the readings. Because I know somebody out there still needs to hear these testimonies and these miracles and these wonders from the God that is from yesterday, today, and forever. And he's the one that's coming back. I'll go back and listen to this message and if I've left anything out from my testimony or from the reading that I wanted to say, I will add to it to the next message. All the glory to God. All the glory to God. I give him all the glory. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye.